Last time on The Lion and His Mane. Oh. Do you know who's in danger at a hen's do? Police. No, male <laughs> strippers, man. Yes. They oh, get I was talking to you about beaten. this. And this dude walks up with a bottle of wine. Jeez, a bottle of wine <laughs> oh, on the top no. of it. I'm like, mm. Oh, like, God. And I'm just getting across the road. There's a party across the road. And these guys are up on a fence. Build a wall. And I just start chatting with them. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to ramble. Welcome to episode to co of Leo the Lion and Slain the Main podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. And it's 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 episode ten point two. Yeah, yeah, it is, because we um we actually just had an absolutely brilliant ten minutes, possibly the best ten minutes of airtime we've ever had. It was a good yarn. And I'll be honest, I didn't have the mics on. No. No no that doesn't matter. We're made of yarn. We, we are we got this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so look, timestamp wise, if you you know, you're wondering what's going on. Uh we're in the middle of the US election. Um Biden is winning. Trumposaurus, he's calling for, hey, stop the votes, man. Is, is this girl corrupt? You know, yeah. he's doing, and no one knows more about corruption than I do. Yeah. yeah. Halloween was last weekend. Guy Fawkes. Remember, last... remember, the 5th of November was yesterday. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I never remember fireworks, Guy Fawkes. You know, I never, ever remember that because my birthday is on the 2nd. And I'm always surprised that on that weekend that, oh, there's fireworks. Oh, boom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, brother. Um, well, so, same to you. Yeah, you were 37 well, nah, months that was, and long back. ages ago back now. Ah, yeah. But um, when I was little, we used to make a guy. We used to do the same. Yeah. My uncle uh, lives out in the country, out in Southland, and he would build a massive bonfire, and we'd build, like, we'd get old pairs of overalls and stuff yeah. them with hay and put petrol in the pockets and shit and throw <laughs> them on a fire. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we did the same thing. So we'd get old clothes, stuff it full of hay, and then make a guy, uh, a dummy guy. We'd put him in a little cart, my little red wagon type of thing, roll him up into Ponsonby, and then sit outside the shops up there and sit there saying, penny for the guy, penny for the guy, which was an old thing apparently they did in England. And people who know about it just loved, like it's like busking without any effort. Themed busking. <laughs> yeah. And people who know it, they love to give you some money for it. And we'd basically just sit outside the Spaceys. So we'd sit there and like take turns What's saying- What's the Spaceys? Spaceys like an arcade, you know, with the space oh, machines. Spa- yeah, space, yeah. space invaders. Named after space invaders, We yeah. called them Spaceys. Yeah. Right, right, right. So we'd like, we'd take turns- We like, were so basic, we just called them arcades. Yeah, back, back when it was 20 cents a game. Boosh, back in the day. I only remember the insert 50 cent coin. I don't remember oh, anything. I don't remember the 20 cent. Because it went 20 cent, 40 cent, 50 cent, then a dollar, then two dollars. And after 50 cent, the game. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> see, I tied that in. Oh, talking about games. No. The game's also a reference. Someone shoot him in the tongue. Uh, <laughs> he's still got a bullet in his tongue. So, um, oh. 50 cent. 50 cent in his tongue. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, he was on a. The, the, that is not one of the nine times he was shot in the tongue. Because it went through his cheek and got lodged in the back of his tongue, and I've seen. Uh, okay, that's quite serious. The Graham Norton show with other famous people that he's got to go and fill the back of his tongue, and they're like, "Oh man, ew, I'm gonna keep touching it." Yeah. And he's like, "Please don't. Your hand tastes gross." Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, they're like, "So does your water?" So with with the guy, right? We would sit there and get change and one of us would go in and play Mortal Kombat or something <laughs> and then the other one would be outside saying penny for the guy and then we'd do a swap and then that night there'd be a community bonfire this was really cool like people don't really do this anymore we'd go to the park and there's a community bonfire all the families would come down we'd let off fireworks and we'd biff the guy on the bonfire that was the tradition we know? did a bit of that it's very similar to sort of how I grew up doing fireworks yeah. you know? I don't think enough people did it they keep up that tradition they surely don't keep it up now I remember I remember enjoying it thoroughly because like I always had a thing for just dislike of rules in general 
It's a weird thing. I don't know why. But then one year, my dad gets the one you're supposed to. You remember the ones you're supposed to nail to authority. You're supposed to nail to the fence, right? And then you light it and it spins. Oh, the Catherine wheel. My dad's like, yeah, fuck that, and just throws it off the side of the hill, lands down in the neighbour's house, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, dad, like you're so rebellious. Do you know why that firework is called a, a Catherine wheel? Didn't know it was. Well, so it's called a Catherine wheel. It screams. And, and it should it, be called a Karen wheel. What? Well, no, well, because a woman called Catherine was put on a large wheel, tied to it as a torture device, and Aww. it was spun. And as she was being spun, she screamed. And so when you light those and you put them on fences, and you, you put them on fences because that's the way she was up. You don't put it like you would a helicopter blade, uh, a rotor blade. You put it side on the wall because that's how she was hung on it and when she was spun. And it goes, ah! It's basically a reminder of a form of torture. That's a bit messed up. The old human race has a lot of messed up shit like yeah. that, eh? Well, I, th- I don't think we should be doing fireworks anymore. Like, animals are getting animals are harmed fucked by up. it. You're right. But also, the world's much drier now that it's hotter. And there's been a lot of fires without fireworks. There've been a lot of fires with just people saying what gender their baby is. Um, <laughs> hey, look, so, speaking of the world being a bit hotter, this is a little bit of a tangent, but yeah. so I watched the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones and Tim Dillon podcast. Are you allowed to talk about other podcasts on a podcast? Yes. Because they might just turn this one off and go listen to Joe Rogan. Do it afterwards. Yeah, do it afterwards because we know he's good, all right? Okay, but he's had reason... lots of experience. Yeah. We're trying to work on this. Watch us grow. It's so way more interesting. We've uploaded 10 of these. He's uploaded 1,556. Holy moly. And he's already rich. Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But look, uh, I'll make Alex Jones on there. I mean, he's a massive conspiracy who's, who's guy. Alex? Oh, okay. A massive conspiracy guy. Runs the InfoWars thing on social media and shit like that. And he's been trying to break in. Well, not trying to break in, but do it. Break open, I should say, the whole Bohemian Grove and all that sort of shit, right? Yeah. It's a big conspiracy involving the elite and the rich. I don't believe everything he says, but I do find his perspective quite interesting. You know, I will listen to him and then I will Google the shit he says and say, oh, okay, like I can get some of that. Right? Mm. But the point he makes is that, and I've heard this since childhood, that we are actually just in a, a warm point in a ridiculously sized ice age. And he reckons the global warming is not necessarily a terrible thing because there was predictions made through the 60s, 70s, and the 80s, I believe, that would say that they believed the planet was going to freeze by 2020, but because of all this carbon we're burning has kept it from doing that. So that's another perspective on it. I don't know how necessarily true that is, but it's a very interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one that a meteor hit in Mexico, and that, that cast, it, you know, killed off dinosaurs and things like that. But even worse was that it kicked up so much dust that blocked the sunlight and then created the ice age. And that we would naturally not be at this temperature and it's only kind of starting to regulate itself back again. But the reality is we can't live in a, in a world that's hotter. We're built for of, what it is now. Yeah, what, it, what it is now. In and fact, when we're probably, reaching our limits. I mean, one of the things that is really good to see that documentary on Netflix um, that David Attenborough did, uh, Life on oh, the Planet. Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm meaning to, though. You should definitely watch that because he talks about, it has a name when the temperature is perfect like it has been and it doesn't waver. It has a specific name that I've forgotten. But um, that allowed the world to grow in the way it has. It's allowed all these species to evolve and to grow into things and for us to The thrive. word isn't lambda, is it? No, nah, it's a real cool... That's what it is in the automotive world. I just wonder. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's a real cool... Little... Although that relates to you know, fuel and air, but... Real you know. cool world. It's like real sexy and sciencey. Well, is but, it just because um, David Attenborough said it? Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that could that, be the case. That man could sell like a hell of a bloody meal or something. <laughs> and here we see the wild white glutton eating the sugary donut. Oh, the donut. 
Look uh, at the calories just piling on. But that so that, that perfect temperature is what we're mucking with now. For whatever reason that it's happening, and I think people saying, us putting carbon into the air is just really good for it, is like probably one of the most dangerous thought patterns on it. Like, Well, another point is why everything was so big back in the dinosaur days is that there was a massive amount of carbon around. I think it's yeah. something between, it's like 50 times more back then or well, 500 times more. It was a ridiculous amount. And that's why the plants absorb it. There's more oxygen. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just repeating his perspective is all right. Yeah, I'm, but we don't yeah. have the same amount of plants. That's true. We, we are burning the plants to make more carbon. Yeah. Then we have nothing to get rid of the carbon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we are an inch off of being Venus, which is like sulfuric hell, uh, yeah. our sister planet. You did um, right. That, we are about the same distance from the moon, uh, from the sun, sorry, not the moon. Jeez, that is not, that is not accurate. Um, <laughs> fact checked that. Um, so about the same distance from the sun, so we can have the same kind of temperatures and stuff like that. But they just had a lot more volcanoes go off. They, like anything lives there. Um, demons. The demons have a lot, like had a lot more volcanoes go off. And that like created the greenhouse effect, which cooked the planet, which made more volcanoes go off. And it is it's liquid rock over there. It's a know? it's a horrible dark cycle, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we, we could we could easily end up in that situation if we put the you remember we used to talk about the greenhouse effect a lot back yes. in the day. We haven't mentioned it at all during global warming. Oh no, media. Interesting, eh? Yeah. But um yeah, so that that's another one of the theories is that there is things have created an artificial ice age that shouldn't have happened. Sure. But then we yep. shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's all a happy accident. You, yeah. know, you know what else I heard? Well, while we're on the topic of the conspiracy thing, you know that, what's his name? And he came out about Area 51 in 1989, Bob Lazar. Oh, the with the glasses? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. so he did the Joe Rogan podcast last year. Oh, wow. And he's got the Netflix doco, Go which check is- check that out after this one. It's very interesting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but he reckons when he was working there, because he was working on some sort of weird extraterrestrial craft, and I will say that, the, is it the Pentagon has just come out? And uh, they've admitted that they've found craft that are not of this world. Oh, really? Apparently- Damn, I'm gonna to have to look that up. And yeah, I have to. Check I have to well. fact check that. But I heard that yesterday when I was watching. It's very unlike the Pentagon to explain. I think it was that. Pentagon was one of them. When but... are they going to explain the plane that flew into them? Oh, well, <laughs> and they found like multiple bits from different planes. Why like, is there a from... row of seats? Should they not have been disintegrated? Oh, these are indestructible seats. They made. <laughs> yeah. They made Batman. They're actually Batman seats. If you're the Pentagon, why do you have a camera that takes photos instead of film? <laughs> like, My point. Uh, though, well, you know. He reckons when day. he reckons when he was on air. Area 51, yeah. like working on the base, is 4 it's actually called, that he was told that they believe humans are the product of accelerated evolution, which I found a very interesting statement. Mm. And yet we've stopped evolving due to our, we create, we're like tool makers. We are. And we've. We're and little, we're Santa's elves. Yeah, well, we've kind of, in a weird way, hindered our own evolution by not having to struggle. And usually it's the struggle that makes you change to adapt. And well, we, we don't need to adapt. We adapt tools to fit in, fit that role for ha- us. Has it, or has it just changed what we create? Because obviously in a survival... I guess you uh, could call that evolution, our, our growth and technology. In a survival uh, Still can't situation... Still that won't kill itself when it's being charged, though. I mean, oh, yeah, on. and try dropping your iPhone. Good luck with that. We have indestructible bulletproof glass, but not on your iPhone. I own a lighter with a lifetime warranty. Why yeah. can't I have a phone with one? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I ran out of breath. But, so, and speaking of that, uh, so back to the fireworks thing, I don't think we should get rid of the celebrations. I think we should change it up. Modify it. And we did have a little ramble about Innovate. this in episode 10.1, and we came to a great conclusion. We were talking about laser shows instead. Or, uh, or like a big know, smoke, big smoke thing with lasers through it, or you know something. 
I want to see a real life Dragon Ball Z battle of holograms. <laughs> And like, I, I want that because I, I love the idea of that. And uh, either that or I want to see a real-life Yu-Gi-Oh battle, thanks. Okay, okay. So on that point, what we're saying is we could swap out fireworks with holograms. We've already done the hard work. Starting is the hardest part. Uh, uh, con- we just need some guy to do the easy bit. Concerts dis- already do it. Develop it. Yeah, so we've got Michael Jackson and Tupac are back alive. They've figured it out. And Elvis the Pelvis, baby. And Elvis the Pelvis. He is a damn seductive hologram. Oh, jeez, he surely is. That's a shame he's a hologram when he does that. Really. Did he lose weight as a hologram? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> depends, he's depends a fan of cheeseburgers, wasn't he? Which era hologram you pick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if you had holograms, right, and we figure it out on a larger stage, I mean, we could have Godzilla walking through the city. We could have Dragon Ball fights. Like above the harbour. But then we evolve it from there. Now we've got that technology to do holograms on a huge scale that people can watch from far away. We could then have a stadium where they play Yu-Gi-Oh! And the holograms, Bubba. What about a real-life Pokemon battle? Or well, real-life-ish. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Gaming could take on a whole new phase. Oh, stop it. You're welcome, world. Yeah. You know? You heard it here first. Sometimes all you need is a good idea. Copyright and... 2020, <laughs> Leo the Lion slaying the main. <laughs> yeah. Somebody pay us, please. <laughs> Royalties, man. We, we do this easily. Somebody should hire us for this kind of promotion. Pay us for rambling. Work. This is good rambles. <laughs> we Pass will the ram- rambles to the left. We will ramble out ideas that fix the world. But obviously... You know, uh, Godzilla breathing fire isn't going to catch the place on fire. And, I mean, will it freak out pets? Maybe. Probably freak out a lot of people who don't know what's going on. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? That'd be really hilarious. It'll be War of the Worlds all over again. Dude, somebody will put like a hologram of a nuke going off and it'll just everyone will freak out and buy all the toilet paper. There's just like a pixelated explosion because I didn't perfect that bit. A giant coronavirus. Well, what about... What about... <laughs> it's just floating down and they're like, oh, no, it's happened. What about if it's in the middle of it and it buffers? <laughs> you just get the YouTube spinning logo. Goku's about to get punched in the face here. Hang on, hang on. Oh, there it is. Just pause it and let it load for a bit and then press play again after it. Yeah, some real rich person who owns the thing. Can you pause it? I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right, Jim. No worries. Somebody's just got a remote. Blip. Sorry, world. Yeah. But I mean, that'd be cool. And it'd be a good alternative. We still get to celebrate stuff. I mean, it wouldn't have a lot to do with actual guy, <laughs> you know, from him trying to blow up the government. And on that note, America looks like it's going to blow itself up. Well, this is, I feel like this is a finale to a season something of America. <laughs> well, it's the season finale of the series, it almost seems like, doesn't it? No, well, there's, there, there'll always come back next year. <laughs> You're it's, gonna... it's one of those series, mate. <laughs> yeah. And it's always a sequel, it's never oh, a prequel. God, yeah. <laughs> it's so terrifying. I mean, I'm genuinely concerned for their own safety. I mean, but they're so divided. Uh, even the votes, when you look at the votes coming through, they're winning at 51% in certain areas. Like, it's so divided up and down the country. And it's such a backwards voting system. You oh, know a bit about it. Do you, yeah. Would you mind explaining it simply? Yeah. So what really counts to nominate your president is the electoral college votes. And every state gets a certain amount. So, for instance, Florida gets 27, 29 electoral votes. It's, it's dependent on, I think, population size. I think D.C. gets like three, three electoral votes. You know, the, the capital. Gets Surely New York, New York gets a bit? Because that's a big uh, old I'm not place, sure. No, well, where's New York? New York's not the state. Um, ah, true. Really it is. But so that's how that's how they kind of. Well, I was thinking of New York State, but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they call them battlegrounds, where it's these big chunky ones. There's one that gets 33 electoral votes, and Florida gets 29 electoral votes. So you want those, and you want to get 270 electoral college votes, right? Now, what happens is in that state. So say, for instance, in Florida, where you get 29 electoral votes for winning the whole area, everyone's voting for their candidate, and whoever wins at the end of all of the little areas inside of Florida, whoever gets the majority there, 
They don't need a clean sweep. They just win the majority. They are considered to have a clean sweep. The minority who voted don't count for anything at that point. So the people's vote is going towards the electoral college votes. The, the electoral college are pledged to vote towards whichever side wins, but they don't have to. That's one of the weirdest parts of it. So the people don't really vote for their president. They vote to have the electoral vote for that person, and then those people don't even need to vote for that person that you voted them to vote for. It's a bit of a backward system, isn't it? Yeah, but it gets way more complicated because the people are actually voting for, like, who's going to sit in there? You know, who's their representative for Florida? Who da 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 Like, there's a lot of other things that those votes are doing just for them in their little area. And that changes a lot of what we're hearing in the media. Like, we just care about who's going to be the president. But for them, they're like, you know, I want this Democratic guy, or I don't want that Democratic guy, I want this Republican to be in here. Not Democrat, you're not Democrat. But I want this Republican guy being our governor. That's that kind of stuff. And that's kind of why they're voting in there as well. They're not necessarily just voting for the president. But the electoral votes, basically, you've got to get 270. Right now, six away. Yeah, Biden's 264 out of 270, and Trump's 214 out of 270. Yeah. Hence why I think... Donald Trump's not used to losing, and that's why he's going, I'll use my billions of dollars among my lawyers to win this. Oh, my God, but it's so split. He's trying to block them because Democrats generally vote by mail, and even more so nowadays because they don't want to leave their house and get in line with crazy Republicans who aren't wearing masks during coronavirus. Isn't that just the craziest bloody season finale? Oh, it's just nuts. Honestly, it's just crazy. And they're they, leaving it at a cliffhanger in December. They and we won't know what's going on until January. So that's like, the, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like the end well, of a so, Shortland Street season, right? Yeah, so the electoral votes, they can change their mind in January. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just so complicatedly bizarre. Like, it doesn't need to be this kind of archaic. But they have Trump supporters in a state where Trump's losing saying, count the vote. Count the vote outside the ballot places, which they're doing, right? They are counting the vote. They haven't stopped there. They will count the That is their votes. job. That's, what that's they how it works. Do. And then where Trump has won, he has Trump supporters outside going, stop the count. <laughs> stop the count. That's all right. We got what we wanted. We've, come, yeah. we've got what we came here it, for. It is so mind-numbingly hypocritical. Uh, it, just to sit there and watch this stuff. But I will say. Nonsense. It's like going to see a concert and we've got a pretty sweet seat to watch it. We don't have to be involved what's going on on the stage, but man, can we see it. Yeah, but it might be one of those situations where it's like, thank you for coming and watching the concert. As you just saw the ending there, we've locked the doors and started a fire. Yes. (laughs) And you're like, what? No, 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 no. In fact, we had some looters in the audience. Uh, Get ready to hand over your belongings or they will kill you. We see you way in the back, far, far away from where we started the fire, but it will reach you eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Jacinda, I don't think you bought enough fire extinguishers to protect us from America. (laughs) Can you build a wall that will stop your crazy coming out and just build it all the way around your country? Much like on South Park, though, when another country builds a wall, like Canada built a wall in South Park. Yeah. And uh, we went back there. We (laughs) went over there. We got some cool shit, bud. We got cool stuff. Not for you. Not for you. Get out of here. What do you got back there? I'm going over. God damn it. (laughs) Garrison gets shot in the cannon, falls down Niagara Falls. It's it's such a strange... I mean, that that country is bizarre. Like, they're kind of... Some people call them uh, the world police because they go to other countries and... Do you mean like Team America, world police? Yeah. yeah. America! Hell yeah. (laughs) But they do. So they go to other countries and they kind of impose their belief system on countries that really they shouldn't be over there for. It's madness, right? Well, kind of it is. And then it's also for their capitalist growth. You know, they want to get that money out. Well, they they pray to God. Gold or drugs. Yeah. They pray to that. Yeah, it's bizarre. That's what God stands for in 2020, man. So, um, Well, at least in that respect. So world police, right? So they, they want people to get rid of their nukes. They, they're telling other countries, you get rid of your nukes or you're in trouble. But we'll right? keep ours. Oh, yeah, they've kept theirs. And they're the only country who's ever used one on another country. 
In yeah. fact, they've done it twice. And no other country's ever fired a nuke at anyone else. Hey, but a point to be made there. Hiroshima does make goddamn fine doorways, as we spoke about in the oh, previous yes. podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, America dropped a bomb, sure. But uh, you uh, were under Hiroshima uh, doorway. Yeah, we'll see these aquas. Uh, hey, no problems there. That's, that's high-quality engineering, man. Honestly, just just a strange a strange country to have that much power in our world today. I, and I think if they're going to act the way they do, policing the world as they try and all the rest of it, then we should get to vote on their crazy-ass electoral college election crap. Um, because, really, those their people's votes don't count. Like, they, they really don't. They say, your votes count, and they kind of don't. They're like, ah, Matt! They, they, like a they sure seem like they do, <laughs> but they don't. Um, they're not nuts. Your votes count, not. <laughs> no, you got to pause before the not. <laughs> oh, pause not. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Well played. No, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very strange, it's a strange time, man. Like, it's a, it's a weird time to be alive. You mentioned before when I was talking about, you know, not, not having a phone and, like, kind of not wanting it that I was born in the wrong time. And I'm like, yeah, I feel it. I reckon I would have kicked ass in the 60s, 70s. I oh, know, it was pretty creepy then, too. I, I would have I would have done a few cheap orgies. Yeah. You know, yeah. 60s was the age of orgies, man. I think it was also where kind of AIDS popped up. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot the of things. But acid was pure, man. Yeah, and it was $1, according to those old photos I've seen. Yeah, yeah, acid yeah. Acid, $1. What? Yeah. Because it was all about love. Yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's just too much crazy around the world, to be honest. And I think we've got to make those little changes, man, like hologram fights instead of fireworks. We've got to adapt. We've got to, as David Attenborough said, we need to get back as a part of nature because we've pulled ourselves outside of it. So it's a real big problem for nature. As that, uh, I believe he's an African-American man, he's a meme, and he's pointing at his head smiling. Oh. Modern problems require modern solutions. Yeah. 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 And he's, it, he's dead right, man. We Nobody likes change, which is really weird because some of it is like clear that it needs there needs to be change like plastic bags we're not doing plastic bags anymore good i like that took too long yep but yep. hey it eventually happened so i, I can live with that it yep. did come and I, I love that you know what i don't like is bloody litterous i made a black is, is what litterous oh people who litter people who litter it yeah, litterers oh, oh like, i said it wrong. you don't like people illiterate people or people who are literate no no it's fine <laughs> picture books are for everyone <laughs> I can't read this. It's a picture book. I'm telling you, I can't read. Oh, sorry. It's just a picture of something, get, and I don't know what the picture is. Get in the Braille book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of dots. Let's a just nice... read them with your fingers. <laughs> These are nice feeling dots. Man, life's tough. I made a bloke pick up some rubbish the other day. Down, Did you? Down the road with me and Jethro getting a coffee. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Did you just biff it on the ground? Nah. Well, see, it fell out of his, he had a plastic, uh, no, sorry, plastic bag, paper bag uh, with like his pie sandwich, whatever it was. And, you know, there's someone who's just stuffed the serviette just on top. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it fell out right in front of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he turned around and walked away. And I was oh, like, so you know, he saw it and left I it. I think he did, you see. And yeah. I and I st- just, I saw, okay, I'll be reasonable. Maybe he missed it. Hey, mate. Hey, hey, mate, mate, mate. Hey, hey. And then I was like, he's not listening. Hey! And he's like, oh. <laughs> Man, you're going to have to turn that down on the recording. That's <laughs> uh, fine. They can, you can deal with a little bit of distortion for a dramatic effect, right? Hey! Oh, oh. I think you dropped that, mate. Oh, oh, I see, look, I did the right thing. I see, look, my bad if you didn't, but uh, I think you did. Yeah, pick it up. <laughs> and he, oh, and he goes, oh, thanks for telling me. And I'm yeah. like, I'm the, oh, thank you for putting it in the rubbish finally. So I, I've, I've done I picked this. up two bits of rubbish this morning. I put them both in the bin. Probably one of the rudest things I've done to a stranger was around littering. Nah, that's not true. I've been drunk a few times. <laughs> but this time I was You make dropped. an excellent drunk counselor. I was, yeah, I know. I'm really good at it. Um, but I was drop dead sober, right? So I go, I'm walking down the road and a guy's sitting in his car and he finishes one of those little Yakult yogurt 
uh, bacteria drinky things. Oh, is it the the sucky slurpy thing? Like no, they're and, real little small bottles. They're they're good for the gut bacteria. The yakult. Oh, uh, right, yeah. They're kind of weird tastes, but you get addicted to them. So he he knocks one of those back real quick. Is that like a cigarette? Weird <laughs> taste. Get addicted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He drinks it real quick, and then he just puts it out the window and drops it. And I was like, I saw him, and I was walking. I was on the other side of the road walking. I saw him do it, and I just it just triggered me, man. I walked straight straight at his window. He went. He kind of looked like, oh god, this guy's coming to my window. I reached down, I grabbed it, and I just leant in his car and then dropped it on him, and was like, gonna litter in my country and wandered. <laughs> Yes. How are you, brother? It sounds real bad, though. In my country. Like, you don't belong here. But it was like, I should have said our country, but I didn't. Well, I this country so was probably, probably yeah. better. But if he was know, born here, go get a passport for somewhere else, mate. Don't go, don't litter around this well, place. Well, it's all right. The emotion that was triggered was patriotism. Yeah. That's funny, that's funny though. <laughs> Which is the default American one. Smokers like myself, I mean, flick our butts on the ground. Well, speak yeah. for yourself. I don't. I do. I don't. Yeah. I, uh, I have... Before, but shit, I feel guilty about it. If I see a bin, I'll, I'll put it out and put it in the bin. And I've and sometimes when I know the walk and I know the bins, like it's a familiar area. Oh, hold area, it. Your hand stinks you know, holding I'll it. I'll stub it on something. Your hand stinks, eh? Hey? Yeah, but you can't, <laughs> you can't go around hot, like putting butts in your pocket. No. Right? People will be like, you smell like cigarettes. And you go, yeah, I really smell like cigarettes because I'm doing a better thing for the planet. Yeah. But so I do, I, I am guilty of just flicking my butt every now and again. Um, but I do try to put it in a bin. But the thing is, there aren't enough bins. And that's the kind of thing with littering. Like, people will open their door and just kick rubbish out onto the ground and walk off. I've seen people, like, massacre a KFC um, meal in a parking lot and then just put it out their window in the back. This is back in the plastic bag days. They put all their KFC back in the bag. They tie the bag like, and throw it out the window. Oh, no, not tied, but, yeah, close enough. Like, they lay it down on the ground. Like, that's good. And it's like, there's a bin over there. Or just leave it in your car till you're near a bin. When I pick up rubbish and I put it in a bin, I always make a point of saying in a loud voice, effing grubs. And I pick it up, I walk over, and I drop it in the bin. And I look around like, which one of you creatures was it? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes so the hobos bad, look at you sideways like, what? What? Yeah. Like, I know it wasn't you, that's mate. mine. <laughs> that was mine. I was keeping that. Give it back. That it was storage. Get that out. So, I mean, you know when I was a kid and we go on car journeys, my dad used to pull over at places and there'd be a bin. And he would go, all right, you know, we'd have, have, have a feed in the car or whatever or get little snacks along the way. And he'd do a little pullover and a car clean. And he'd be like, all right, here's a bin. Get your rubbish. Put it in this bag. Da, 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 da. My parents are the same. Yeah, and we'd clean the car and put it all in the rubbish bin and then e- move on. E- even on a piss trip, man, like I'm hammered in the back of a car going from like Invercargill to Queenstown or something. We would not turf our shit. No. You know? Yeah, there's the odd occasion where you throw a bottle at a sign. But, you know, that was, generally, <laughs> that was generally just to be like, I can throw a bottle and hit a huge target <laughs> yeah, at 100 yeah. k's an hour. I've had guys do that at me, like I was a sign. Uh, I once had a friend who <laughs> leaned out the window at 60 k's and punched someone. When you're wandering down the road, oh, that is bad. No, the other person had really deserved that. Like oh, they had. 60 k, that must have messed his hand up as well, though. Oh, you got big hands. Oh, yeah. Yes. But saying that the it other was person. Like, it didn't hurt, and then went home. I feel like, like the other person had tried to put a bottle through his body or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of something scary. like that. So the, it was a comeuppance type thing. I've been casually walking down the road from a party, and guys who weren't at the party started biffing bottles at me from across the street just for their fun, and I didn't know what was going on because I'm just chilling. Walking well, did down they the road. do the classic movie quote? Dance, cowboy, <laughs> and <laughs> no, start throwing little they bottles. They at didn't you. actually say anything. Oh, they were just trying to hit me with bottles while I wasn't looking. What dicks? And so, and I could just hear. Whoop, 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 whoop. It was like. <laughs> No, there's no because there was so much foliage around me. Oh. So you'd hear like, whoop, whoop, whoop. like imagine you know, blowing on the top of a bottle that just heaps of that. Every now and again, 
And I was just like, what? Is, is that music is that or projectiles? I can feel things going. None of them hit me, but I was just, I, at some point was like, oh my God, those guys. How cool would it have been if you just act like nothing was happening, caught one, throw it back and smash them straight <laughs> in the face with it? Oh, we can dream. Can't we? I would have been like, ha, catch it. Ah, smashed in my hand. <laughs> Bass, how dare you use glass bottles? <laughs> Speaking of glass bottles, I've converted uh, from plastic. I actually have a glass Coke bottle that I continuously refill with water. This is my new drink bottle. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've gone off the plastic thing. I've yeah. tried where I can. Like I try and make these little changes that might be better for me or for the world in general. And I think not going through, you know, three or four water bottles and just keeping one. Yeah, I feel like that's a good. Right that's thing pretty good. Thank you. And you know, um, <laughs> I also keep all my old plastic bags and shit. <laughs> we like, we but, um. We recycle glass and then reform it into bottles, right? Like yep. the Heineken bottles, for instance, get reformed into new Heineken bottles. That's why at a, and it's only ever in a bloody Northern Territory or South Australia, you can get 10 cents a bottle. And I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to load these up in my suitcase, pay the extra luggage fee and take them over <laughs> and drop them off, right? And, yeah. Can you not just put something near, like near, near where I live? I want money. Um, so... I went to India and they, all the beer bottles, like you'll get a box of beer, right? So you get a box of Kingfisher or something like that. All of the bottles are different. You're a classy man, box of Kingfisher. Kingfishers are mean. Man. Uh, get them from India where where they came from. I know Godfathers, but I'll let you have it. Well, you get Kingfisher strong as well. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm a poor student, bro. I know about cheap yeah. beer. But so um, over there, though, all of the bottles are different. They're different colors. You get your brown, your green, your clear. They're different shapes because they don't melt them down and redo them. They thoroughly clean them and then they just fill them again. So you don't get a box of Heinekens and all the Heinekens will be the same Heinekens. You've just got a dishwasher who's got a job for his entire That's life. It's crazy, man. It's interesting, though, because it's efficient and they're still trying to recycle. Not- At least they've given someone, like, I guess it's making jobs. I don't know if that's the best, most efficient, and especially in these times of COVID, yeah. again, best way to do it. Yeah. Most hygienic way. Well, no, definitely not now. I mean, I, w- I went to India a few years back. but Oh, right, the, yeah. Um, do you think they probably still do it, though? And there'll be some parts where they still do that practice. Oh, probably. Because yeah. a practice like that takes a long time to eliminate and innovate and sort of upgrade, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I mean, we well, you know... They Longer can, than a bloody Windows update. They can definitely clean them so there's nothing nothing wrong with them. But there, there is a point, though, that why are some bottles green, some are brown, and some are clear? In fact, it's because of the beer that's in them. So light ages beer and changes the flavor. The cheaper the bottle, like flames, clear bottles. They don't care. And you know when you leave a flame too long and it gets nasty? That's because it's got too much sunshine on it. Um, <laughs> I green, remember flames. Green bottles, Heineken oh. chose green because brown wasn't having the same effect on the beer that they wanted from the sunlight coming through. So the colors of the glass is actually designed to retain flavor. That's yeah. very interesting, Leo. Yeah, and so I, if I like that fact. That's a good fact, if bro. If you just use whatever color you want, somebody's getting like that. I'd just be sitting there going, we having kingfishers in India? Mean. All the green bottles are mine. <laughs> like, you can have all the clear ones. And then, but then you have a friend like me who's colorblind. You go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you Was this like, your... Kying Fisher? I also can't read. Or you have a friend like me who drinks so fast that you're like, you can clearly have all the clear ones, so the sun won't get to them before it matters. You know what, mate? Have the flames. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are cheap for $15. Are they? Are they yeah. still cheap? Because they were cheap back in the day, man. Yeah, and they were they, kind of go-to. They're not as cheap as they used to be. Yeah, because what they used to be? It was like, for it say, like $15 for 12 Something like that. Do you remember Double Brown was 20 for 20 
Dude, it used to be 18 for 20. brown is nasty. I did it. Hey, hey, that's a horrible myth. You wash your little it's mouth It's not a myth. Out. I've drunk it. I, you know, I fact-checked this one personally. Yeah, fact-checked your boy. Because I, I fact-checked it and it was all right with me. I did an ad once, and I've done Four double ads. brown. You one, should, well, that's a poor way of advertising them. No, it was a, a drink-driving ad. Mm, these are nasty. <laughs> it was a drink-driving ad. Which they, is ironic, because he can't drive. Let me tell the story. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus, no, you're going to no. edit so much of this crap out. Oh, edit your <laughs> expletive Jesus nah, out there. I'm not saying it now. I can't be bothered. Say it. <laughs> uh, something about double brown in the eggs. They're cheap. Um, <laughs> they needed, so I did an ad, and they had beers in it, and they bought double brown because they were crap and cheap. <laughs> they were props, so they used those. In fact, I think they could have used LMP and slapped on a, a label. That's too but, much work. No, but they were like, that costs too much more. And LMP, we don't want to waste LMP, so they got double brown. <laughs> Well, fair. Maybe they should have gone down $3 and brought flames. Yeah. Oh, I could do with a flame. It is Friday. It is Friday. I've got Friday. work at 5 o'clock. Oh, very cool. What's the... Oh, should we? can we talk about your job on the... Well, on the potty? it's officially a trial. So you're not getting paid to do these... No, like I am. I am, the podcast? You're not getting paid to do this podcast? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. So you just want more money. You're just greedy, is what you're saying. I'm the one who gives you your wages. You just don't know it yet, and I take a cut off it. Production charges in there. You shouldn't have told me that. Well, I, I did because this is the well, podcast. Now so I know. Suck it. Well, but not, you know, but I want all my money back. Now. You don't even get royalties because you're a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Leo. You're a good man. Peasants, we're <laughs> the ones who invented shepherd's pie. <laughs> yeah. All the good food came from us. Well, you should be cannibalistic. Ain't no point in eating a shepherd. You should eat his sheep. Yeah, well, we tried that. <laughs> it wasn't as good as the sheep. <laughs> the shepherd is flavoured well. The shepherd must test all avenues. And he is incredibly bearbated because yeah. he just drank a lot of flame it's and double lot. brown. Now, that's actually interesting because there's been a conversation about this. What goes in a shepherd's pie? And it's lamb because it was, it, sheep goes in it. It could be mutton. Mutton is... Mouton. Mouton. Yeah. <laughs> is that Mouton's French? Just, it's just the other way. Yeah, so, it's just older, Well, of it's, it's So the Saxons were the peasants. Sure. And they had the closer language to English, and they called them sheep. And they saw them alive and tended them, tended the flocks. The French, or the Anglos, were the richer, upper-class society, and they didn't do peasants' jobs. So they rarely had to deal with sheep. And they dealt with dead sheep on their plate, which was called mouton, and that's where you get sheep and mutton from. Very clever. I didn't know that. Yeah, languages are buzzy. Yeah, they, they are, actually. The more you learn, the more interesting they kind of get. Yeah. yeah. You should, uh, there's a new show on Netflix called Barbarians, which is about the Germanic tribes. I have seen it advertised. Yeah, versus Rome. It. And what's really good about it is that they are true to the languages. So all the Germanic tribes speak um, something that sounds very German, mm. uh, but also every now and again sounds really English. There's a bit where the lady's um, <laughs> saying, come here to a boy, and she's going, kum, kum. Come to me, come to me, come here, come here. And she's basically saying, come, 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 come to me, come here. I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It was, <laughs> but like the whole time she's speaking German and then you suddenly like, that is very English. And you can see where that language That's evolved. how it evolved, yeah. right? Yeah. And all the Romans speak Latin. Ah, oh, as they bloody should. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so you yeah, get yeah. the translators in to translate for people, but most of the time you're reading it at the bottom. It's a good show. Netflix is flexing those subtitles. Far out, yeah. <laughs> no, it is, it's good. It's good. The thing is, is I just can't scroll on my phone while I'm watching something, and that's also a good thing. Oh, I can, because I watch it on on TV. Yeah. I'm civilized. No, no, I watch it on TV, and I scroll on my phone while I'm watching TV. 
Oh, like, but you can't I'm read just, the subtitles. I'm sitting around on my phone while I'm watching TV. Yeah. Either that or I'm playing a game on my computer while I'm watching TV. Like, I have to multitask all this stuff. And they say men can't do it. We can, <laughs> so. Oh, I multitask like crazy. But um, Sometimes but I do number ones and number twos all at the same time. Subtitles, I'm like reading something on my phone and then I'm hearing something and then reading it on the screen and then reading my phone and then reading the screen and reading the screen and reading the screen. And so if I start getting into a, a doom scroll, as I call it, where you're just scrolling for no reason on your phone, on any app, doesn't matter. You're just like, I'm scrolling. If I watch something with subtitles, I'll put my phone away so I can watch the show and read it. It gets me out of doom scrolling. That's um, a great time to charge your phone. <laughs> that's the time. Ah. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. My phone charger, i got a Galaxy S9 Plus, a couple of years old, but I mean, it still does all the current things, right? Because what are they? They're up to S20 now, so they went 9, 10, 20. I don't know. Uh, obviously, they skipped a few numbers in there. Good old Samsung. But that's what they did. So my charger I'm being stunned. A... I, what? <laughs> they... Yeah. they went S9. S10. Yeah. S20. I can understand why they skipped having Galaxy 1. It was just called Galaxy. It, it was just be... called Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. It was called the Great Galaxy. <laughs> and then <laughs> Galaxy 2. <laughs> Did they go back and rename it Galaxy 1? I wonder. <laughs> or you just say Galaxy and then people go, what number? And you're like, no, no, just the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah just... but what number? That's how far it Are started. you talking about where we live? And you're oh like, do God. you live in your phone? Are you oh, about Milky Ways? No, nothing to do with chocolate bars. He's <laughs> 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 uh, such an awkward, oh, wouldn't it awkward rambling. Me and my friends had one of those the other day. We are talking about the kind of slave labor in New Zealand. You get one of the bigger problems that we're having with COVID and the lockdown is that we don't have these seasonal workers to go and pick apples. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're basically tourists who are, like, travelling on, on a dime. We get them to pick all our apples and stuff, and now there's no tourists, and nobody will work for As such As Jimmy Carr rates. put it, don't you take our Polish people's jobs. <laughs> well, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Jimmy Carr with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> my friend was saying, the thing is, if you get rid of all these apples, then you'll see a lot more doctors. You know, because the, the apples are what keeps the doctors away. And I'm like, right on, right on. But then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I'm like, but hold on. Then we're going to have all of these doctors. So we could bring in lots of mountain gorillas to get rid of them by eating them. The mountain gorillas will come in and eat them. Why dogs. specifically a mountain gorilla? It's a reference. As to, opposed to a forest to gorilla? Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> uh, reference to Simpsons. If we, we'll get these snakes in, we'll get rid of this problem. And then they were like, yeah, but then we'll have too many snakes. So we'll That's how Simpsons got famous. Yeah. So we're like, then then we'll have all these mountain gorillas. But what we could do is we'll get lots of apples and we'll lure them onto boats with the apples and then send them off. But who will we get to pick the apples? <laughs> this beautiful, ridiculous circle of crap. <laughs> I, I do. I Those moments are golden, mate. They're the sort of memories you remember for a while. It is absolute magic. Sometimes a joke doesn't need to be perfectly formed. Sometimes it can be just so nonsense that it makes you laugh and your day is better. That's it. And it's even better <laughs> if you lag a little bit before laughing because then everyone laughs at how long you took to get it. And it just adds to the spice. Oh, are, you, are you trying to like say that you've been doing that on purpose instead of being slow? No, but I realized I did it before. It took me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> the doctors I mean, and apples. What? Oh, no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been laughing too quick all my life. God damn. <laughs> comedy is timing, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look back to what you're saying, the doom scroll. I have a system for that because sometimes I do get into the doom scroll on like Facebook or something. I say to myself, if I don't see something worthy of clicking on in the next three posts, I'll close the app. Yeah. I do it, and I go, one, two, three, goodbye. But some people have, like, this social media addiction. I think if I do have it, I don't think I do, but if I do have it, no, I can tell you I don't, because I have other addictions. I know what they're like. 
I don't have an addiction to that. Well, I think with addiction, sometimes they sneak under the radar of you knowing it's an addiction until it's taken away from you. That Social Dilemma documentary, brilliant, on Netflix, as we've pointed out a few times. Since then, I catch myself out sometimes. Like, I'll pick it up and just click on it and go, you just clicked on Facebook and I turn it straight off. Like I realize I've done it. I stop it. I stop it. Yeah. You know, I'll do something I, else. For me, it's the nonsensical notifications. I've been working to turn those off as they come through. But you know, sometimes like, cause you'll, they'll have normal ones. Like somebody sent you a message. Oh, cool. And then sometimes it's like, you haven't been on for three days. And it's like, yeah, calm down. Yeah. I hate the, so-and-so is typing. I don't care. what I can't, uh, I can't the, watch them type. The ellipsis. And this yeah, is not yeah. Google Docs. I don't mind if Google Docs tells me that because you can watch what they're typing and watch their pickups. It's quite funny. I mean, I've been doing this for a while. I get so sick of ads being thrown at me. You know, we come from a time of Where TV. are you? In the park with Frisbees? <laughs> hey! But, hey! Frisbee! Don't snag my bee, man! Vodafone's got a new data plan! Oh. You know what? I can't remember if we were talking about that in episode 10.1 or episode 10.2. Like, whichever one it was. It was point one. I can tell you. Was it? Yep. It was point one. Talking about snagging the bee, man. Goddamn yuppies and their phones getting cut receptions by frisbees. <clears throat> so one of the things that I've been doing, and I've been doing it for a long time, this comes from us growing up in the TV era, I call it, you know? Mm-hmm. Not, not in the era where there was Sky. There was like three channels is all we had. And you would have a time for ad breaks. And shows would say, now for some ad breaks. And you knew that the ads were about three or something minutes. And that was fine. Like, you understood that that was paying for that things. That was toilet time. And it was also, like, interesting ads. Like, it was interesting to watch people create ads and stuff like that. But now, if I click on something, like YouTube or something, and it says, I'm going to show you an ad now, then I'm like, ugh. I do this thing where I, I cover up my microphone on my phone so I can't hear the ad. And then I look away. And I look away from my phone. I look around the room. Do you count to five in your head so you can press the skip button? No, no. Sometimes it doesn't skip. Sometimes it's like playing one of two ads and they'll play in their entirety. But because I feel like you're not setting up a situation where I can expect an ad or this is an ad break and you go, fair, that's fine. It's like a match for for humans. The cheese is the video. You've got your little head in there and well, bam, now you're stuck watching two ads. I I can understand that, you know, ads pay for stuff. Just the way that ads are coming at us now, when we've had them ad free for a bit, and yet we still had the product that was still going well. Uh, and yet now it's like in your face. So I refuse to give them my attention. I like don't hear them. I don't see them. And I look away from it. So there's none of that work goes into my eyes until the until the thing I wanted to watch goes on. And then I look back at the phone and take my finger off the mic. And I'm like, cool, off the speakers. I do that more subconsciously now. Do because, you? Yeah, because I feel like... It's becoming second nature. Everything's coming at me that I refuse to give it attention. Fun fact, to make something... Uh, second nature, you need to do it correctly something like 4,000 times. Oh, wow. Well, that, you... Properly second nature, you know, like walk in the room, turn on the light, yeah. that sort of thing. Well, you know why that is? I don't know what you're about to say. Uh, well, oh. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe I don't either. Chris, I Crystal Ball's still in the shop, mate. Should be one of the second times I've said it. Oh. <laughs> one of the second times. Oh, good England. In your brain, you've got your synapses firing off, right? Sure. And when you do something that's firing from synapse to synapse, you get... And, and you can factor this for sure. But the more you do something, you create layers of insulation around the firing of that information back and forth. And so when you're hitting that light switch, your brain is constantly it's firing the same, the same way, with the same thought pattern, and it starts to create an insulation, which is making that fire off more efficiently. And eventually you get kind of a thick insulation around those, those uh, synapses firing, that you have a, a habit you barely notice and it, and it does it so quickly that you don't even notice. You, and that's what you, you know when you do stuff and you didn't even think about it. It's because you're not even aware that you had to think about you it. You know the biggest one for me? It's the order in which I wash myself in the shower. 
Oh yeah, weird yeah. one, but it's a thing, man. No, but that's and everyone can relate to that. Yeah, right? I, I, I get Nobody's it. like, what should I start with today? Water's on. Get in the shower. I first thing I do, I drench myself in water. I get shampoo straight in my hair, and I got hairy armpits, so I put shampoo in there too, and sometimes in my butt, not in near, you know, because because I got a hairy butt. I so think you get over it. You take that back quick enough. Yeah. No, 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 it's in your butt. I'm the editor, it'll be whatever. I it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do that, and then I go to the soap and I start doing my arms. Same with when I wash, uh, dry myself. I start here, yeah. and then I go a little bit of face, and then I start with my arms, and I do the, the sides of my arms, this and that. Now you've pointed that out. I do it the same every time without thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, have you had those ones, and I, it's usually with hangovers, where you're, you're standing in the shower and you you've, know you've been in there and you know you've been washing, but you can't remember if you've washed everything. <laughs> oh, like, dude. And then you probably get out and find like soap in your butt crack and be like, ah. I hate leaving shampoo, shampoo in your hair or like <laughs> yeah. under your arms, bro. You're like you leave a soap or whatever yeah, under yeah, your arms. Like, you join yourself and I you're like, forget? why is there bubbles? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that awful moment where you're drying soap. You're drying soap ah. and you're like, it's just like doing the dishes. Don't worry about it. Sure. I mean, I have a thing like that too where I go for all the focus areas, armpits and stuff like that first. And well, then the I, bits you think are going to be smelly. I do face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm also like, because of chicken and salmonella, I'm very, I'm very uh, aware of like um, cross contamination. So like, if I do my pits, I'm not going to use that same suds that that have appeared on my hand while like washing my armpits, and then go to the face, right? So I'm going to like do my pits, and then I'm going to wash my hands, wash the soap, and then start a whole new sud going on for my face. And this is why our water levels are low in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sing, but I sing like I sing um, I sing full Pink Pink Floyd albums. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sing ZZ Tops in the shower, <laughs> and sometimes Oasis. No, no, I honestly, I'm too loud. I'm, I get embarrassed the neighbours can hear me. Uh, you, you, you just get me I in the shower. Yeah. My missus out the other door, and all she hears is, She's got legs! <laughs> She's like, what? I reckon. Yes, I have legs. Why? <laughs> a smart a smart robber will be waiting. Like He'll be like, he gets has a shower around this time. And then as soon as he starts hearing singing, he's like, this is when I rob them. <laughs> he won't hear me smash the window. He won't hear me yank the TV off the wall. He's got a shower noise all around him. And then he's singing. It's, uh, isn't that and, a weird thing? And as soon as you stop singing, he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Out of here. Yeah, isn't that a funny thing? Sometimes when you're in the shower, like you're home alone, you're in the shower, and you'll hear, but it's just because of the water, but you'll hear this dunk, dunk, and yeah. you're like, oh my God, they're here. I'm going to have to fight them naked. <laughs> I'm going to have to fight them naked. Yeah. They're lost. Come on, boys. I feel like as, as we get older, the, the more of those fears are going to pop up, like when you're on the toilet and you feel a bit faint, and you're like, Oh, they're going to find me like they found Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't I bet, I didn't even get, get to wipe first, you know? I better like, get all the pose out. Because, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you die, you yeah, shit you yourself. Yeah. That is, does not. If I was dying in the fairer. toilet, I would sit my legs forward a bit, I'd lean back and just go. <laughs> just go. Oh, at least the, the, the number twos are getting in the correct area. You know, I would panic rush maybe out. The, maybe the <laughs> paramedic has to give me a wipe, you know, but he's got wet wipes. It's okay. Or well, she, sorry. They've got wet wipes. I'm going to jump in the shower, wash my butt, and then pull my pants up and die in the shower fully clothed. What was this dickhead doing? As if you ever get like a countdown. And, you, and, and we always figured he was a slut for sharing naked. Turns dear, out he proved us wrong. Dear Leo, you have 15 seconds until your life expires. <laughs> okay, just... Hit me at five. <laughs> Give me the countdown from five when you get there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wipe! 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 <laughs> wipe! Wipe! wipe. Run, run outside! Run outside! Pose. Okay. 
Five, four. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, no, there's still a little bit of a poop and in you there. Gotta, no. You got to scratch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you die scratching your butt. <laughs> yeah, he the was psychic nasty. was wrong. <laughs> he was his, nasty. His, his final words: the psychic was wrong. <laughs> Spent my whole life waiting to die in that aeroplane and never caught an aeroplane. Speaking of aeroplanes, I heard the other day a bit of a sad story. You know, Leonard's going to tweet home Alabama, simple man. And all the those. aeroplane, yeah. Yeah, the aeroplane man. So I think Motley Crue was going to take it or one of those bands, something like that. Uh, they were going to take it and someone t- said to them, don't take that plane. It's a little bit shady and the crew aren't much good. But no one told Leonard Skinner this. They took yeah. the plane, it ran out of fuel halfway and... Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty... that is so shit because they make such good, we made such good music. Oh yeah, for sure. It was magic. You know? I mean, that that is, and also that person who was all like, oh, could have told them. Yeah, like why did you hide such a thing? Well, maybe this person did not know that Leonard Skinner wanted to use the plane. He or she just happened to be in the vicinity of the former band and said, oh no no no, you guys are all right, don't do that. Never leave yourself in the water, land, I reckon, because oh, I mean, no. I they, they should the... add a sign on the damn plane. Yeah, do not take. Well, okay, so I, I crashed on my bike for the second time on the motorway, broke my collarbone, broke my ankle, ended up in hospital, all this kind of rehab for ages and stuff like that. And I still remember getting up before I left to go and ride my bike. And I got up and I put all my bike gear on, but I had normal jeans on. And I was kind of like, oh, should I go put my Kevlar bike riding jeans on? You know, I'd take a couple of minutes, and I just went, ah, oh, nah, it's pretty hot out there. Jumped on my bike and rode off. Had I gone upstairs and put on the proper gear, not only would I not have these scars up my leg from the crash, I, I would have taken a few more minutes that I wouldn't have been at that point on the road. Another side of that, though, something worse could have happened. Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, I guess What if a car had pulled out, and then yeah. don't matter how much Kevlar you got on, son, you just hit that car point the, blank, you the, know? The what-ifs of life. I think they're, they're more torturous than anything else. Just let it. It's torturous to let think it about be, it. Let it be. That's right. Agreed, John Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it John? <laughs> I think it was, mate. Yeah, yeah I think you probably <laughs> were. But no, I think I think you just got to let that stuff slide, man. It's, you know, you you have... You can't live in regret, bro. We we have far less control than we think we do. Oh, <laughs> over you everything. aren't wrong yeah. at all. I do like that though that you can come at those things now come at them from another angle you know like if i'd have done this he'd still be alive and you're like no if you'd have changed what happened three people would die yeah you're like oh i see okay 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 and then you would have had the what if i didn't do that you go well then that one guy would die you're like ah it's like the whole thing of the dilemma homer goes back in time with the time traveling toaster and they're like do not step on a thing and he like steps on the bug he squashes a plant and sneezes on a (laughs) t-rex sneezes on a t-rex that falls over and kills all the other kills everything yeah yeah that's excellent and you know what? It's scary because the Simpsons essentially run our world. They predict all the events. They have totally predicted That's, so many things. It's quite messed up how accurate their shots, like even the drawing with the people, the signs, all that. Yeah. They. Oh, you mean with Trump going down the escalator with Trump for president? Yes. And he won it and he actually went down an escalator like that. With See, I don't know if it was a setup or but not. Some but some of those people in the background look like the people in that, in that show. There was another one recently. I can't think of what it was, but it was like, holy shit. Have seen the, 2000, uh, the, the 9-11 one? They had a magazine of New York, and it had the Twin Towers, yeah. right? And I think it had a nine on it, like it was worth nine cents or something, and the Twin Towers make the 11. Oh. And there's a plane, like a, a silhouette of a plane flying in the background. 
It's so, like it is so symbolic of what happened on 9-11 and they did it like years before in a Simpsons episode. So what happens if like this Honestly, whole look thing... look that up because there are so many. Yeah, there no, I so agree. That, like, I've, I have looked at a lot of those, but I don't recall any, you know, except that really the Trump one is what stood out. Yeah. But I know what you're saying I have, and I have read those posts. But imagine like... What if Simpsons just gave him the idea and we were all like, yeah, Simpsons is like, you... Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Oh. What other crazy things have you done that were funny at the time but would actually be really bad? Hey, Melania, come in here. I've had this thought, and no one knows more about being the president than no I do. No one has thoughts like I do. No one. No, no one. No one has Not even Kanye. Thoughts. I know so much. I know, I, am, I know the most about wind. Imagine, like, the, the odd theories you could think of from that. Like, okay, number one, Trump really liked The Simpsons and wanted to reenact the scene. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. one option here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A second option, if all the, you know, you hear these outrageous conspiracies, well, not, they're not so outrageous. They're becoming less outrageous as, as information is shared better and more things are being proved to be true, right? Yeah. So like it's kind of good that in the, a weird way people are doing more fact checking now and learning right. how to use the internet properly because of the kind of and I feel like it's taken twenty years too long but hey Ugh. whatever I mean we're still in the middle of it you can almost smell a change on the on the wind agreed that Trump with knows you so much about agreed with you <laughs> but think about it say say there is this grand conspiracy and these you know evil rich bastards do run the world what happens if the reason the Simpsons appears to predict things is one of them one of the ringleaders is just a massive Simpsons fan. And he goes, exactly. Guys, come in here. Look at this. We're going to do it. Okay. God damn, we're going to do it. All right, we're going to have a meeting. What do we do next? All right. What are we going to do Turn next, guys? Turn that TV off. Oh, oh, hang on. Turn that up. Turn yeah. that up. So, That's well, I was good. watching The Simpsons the other day. Yeah, we all watch The Simpsons. We know that. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, is- that was a good idea. We should do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's do exactly that. <laughs> Mr. Spockner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I used to have a friend who keeps a. Uh, a a dry herb vape in a Mr. Spakuru case hidden <laughs> hidden in his vehicle. I love Mr. Spakuru. Yeah, me I too. watch a lot of Japanese stuff. So like, I've been watching the show recently, and I just keep imitating the voice acting. And I'm like, a part of me wants to do more voice acting. I mean, a big part of me wants to do voice acting. And right? you should. Like, with, with all, all seriousness, all it's my so stupid fun. shit aside, you have an incredible voice oh, that, oh, and even as deep as it is no 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 I'm tickling your ego but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean serious yeah, as deep this <laughs> like, is like a background for him <laughs> as deep as your voice goes being baritone like same sort of class if you will as mine yeah Yours has these incredible highs and lows, and you can manipulate in such a way that I cannot. Oh. Now, I, when I when I do stupid voices at home, which is constantly, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. shout out to my uh, wife who puts up with that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the pigeons put up with that, mate. That's how you get good at voices doing silly voices all the time. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. But I often think like. I bet Leo would have nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, bro. I need to think that. I've got to get Leo to refine that one for me. Especially when I'm drinking a cheap beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's, I, doing voice acting, I think that would be so much fun. But then, like, there are things where I'm like, would they let me in a, if they just gave me the lines in Japanese? Like, I could say a lot of that stuff. You I can, don't know. I can't speak Japanese, but I could be like, Like, I could do that stuff. Yeah. Like, you just sign up to the international meetup app they have here in Auckland, and you could get a Japanese person off that to help you you know you'd be like this is what I think it is and they'd be like you said that word wrong but the rest of it's not bad and you'd be yeah, like yeah. thank you yeah the rhythm of that's that's wrong and they the don't drink alcohol at the meetup so here is your frappe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I know this because your I, frappe yeah frappe cold coffee Ooh, that's good shit man that sounds good actually it is a little stereotypical but I worked at a cafe in the city for a while it is stereotypical 100% but a huge portion of our Asian customers yeah all just absolutely love a cold coffee. 
Like the yeah. iced Americano, iced long black, that sort of thing. And it is another stereotype, but it is somewhat accurate, or at least from what I saw. All the Indians want like four or five, or Nepalese or anyone from that area of the world, between three and five sugars per coffee. Oh, yeah. that's I don't know why, but they do. No, no, they I mean, do. That, you know, I don't think you really need to call them a stereotype thing as as, as it is a cultural thing. Like, yeah, think of, yeah. Um, China and stuff like that coming out with those teas that we're seeing now, the little balls in them. The bubble tea? The bu- bubble tea. Yeah. And so a lot of that is, you know, part of the sweeping culture over there is, is cold tea or cold coffee as more of a dessert thing. Hey, and I'm not arguing with them. I love no, me yeah. a bloody cold coffee Japan's, and cold tea. Japan's actually amazing at having little coffee houses that are like perfect made just for coffee and normal coffee not the cold ones yep. but that was a few years back they've started to pick up the cold coffee craze as well when I went to India and my parents have travelled around there they have these beautiful coffees and matcha no not matcha that's, uh, that's that green so is this an Indian variant on coffee? Yeah, and it's yeah. very spicy and Okay, it's, it's, it's amazing like it's really good and they sweeten them up they so, really sweeten yeah, them, it was, at least here. It wasn't you know? so much. I mean, I used to have three sugars in my coffee when I was younger, three sugars in my tea, which is far too much. Yeah. But then I realized that that's just too much sugar. If you have it now, you just about go, ooh. Yeah. Like you're, you're, like you're the opposite to eating a lemon. I try to cut salt and sugar out of my diet a year or two back, right? Just entirely out. Don't go too easy on salt. Salt's all right. Yeah, well, the thing is- Get was, the good salt, though. The thing is, is you get into a habit of having too much salt. And it takes about, I think it's 10 days for your taste buds to renew themselves. And so for 10 days, everything tastes really bland without sugar or without salt. And then eventually you start tasting all the real flavors that the salt and stuff was hiding from having too much salt. And I did this with uh, sugar in my coffee. I got all the sugar out and coffee was like far more bitter. And like all the flavors of coffee were there, it was fine. And then eventually I kind of thought, I'm not actually enjoying the coffee like I used to. So I put a sliver of sugar in there and mm, it just, that pinch. just, it rounded off the flavor. Okay. And it, so it wasn't even the fact that I didn't need three in there. I just needed a bit because it's that combination of flavors that I was used so to. Another answer to that is getting a different style of roast of the coffee bean. So oh, yeah, you yeah. light, medium and dark roast. Now your dark roast is strong in flavor, but there's less caffeine because it's been roasted longer. Medium oh, is kind of your balanced one. And the light is the opposite. It has more caffeine, but less punchy on your taste buds. Yeah, a lot of people think it's the other way around, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, dark they're green, eh? Like they're green. Yeah. Um, but there's also a pink cacao bean. So like you can make chocolate that's pink. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's uh, a thing. I've even does, tried pink beer. That's doesn't right. taste like strawberries though, or yeah. raspberries for that matter. Oh, but before we move to topics, uh, what you were saying about the taste buds renewing themselves. Yeah. I, I read this. Uh, it was a bit of an article a few years back. I read. I think they're from the UK. Just got to suffer maybe, it for ten days. Maybe America or something like that. These people cut sugar out of their diet. They wanted to do it for a month, right? This yeah. family. Now, when they first started doing it, they eased themselves in, and once a week they were allowed like one slice of cake or something like that, or you know. So, that, to that effect. Yeah, you know? yeah, like a cheat day. Okay, so they did that, and then as it went on and on and on, they didn't want that treat any longer. No, it's too sweet. It's, and, yeah, and that's the thing. And after a while, I think the mother had a slice of cake uh, like a couple of months in, and she got this most ridiculous headache, man. Wow. Like she was cooked from it yeah. because it was just far too much. Yeah. You know? As the body regulates itself to the lack of Body's it. like, what is Suddenly that she's crap? been hit by that crazy sugar energy and it's yeah. too much. Well, I mean, I, I had it with, I love fried chicken. I had a freaking love it. Like, who doesn't? I mean, I, I was about to say that. Vegetarians yeah. love it, for God's sake. They love the uh, smell of it. Deny <laughs> yeah. it or not, you like they, how that smells. They just have a better willpower than me, all right? Yeah. When I you wish your damn jackfruit smelled that way. When I cut out salt, way. I'd have to order food and say no salt, right? And then I got 
fried chicken one time and it was naturally salty, but they'd also put salt on it. And it I, can be very easily to overdo that. I would I would smash fried chicken in one sitting. Like if if people were saying we need to go somewhere, I'm like, you will wait until I finish my fried chicken. But now I, I couldn't get through half of it. I couldn't get through half of it because it was so, so salty. I agree with that, And it that, was nowhere man. near the level of salty I Absolutely agree with that. Yeah, so I had to put it aside, drink lots of water to try and get the salt out of my mouth, and then I had to go and eat it another time. How's the solution to that? Drink a beer. You know what's good, though? Drink it, a beer will get that salt Yeah, yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, don't even, because it's Friday, man. I feel like a beer. Uh, but the, one of the things, though, is that, and this is a really good thing, if you're going to quit smoking, that's a long road of suffering, right? But if you cut sugar and salt out, it's just 10 days of suffering. And then your taste buds renew themselves and you're good. And you can just keep it out. In fact, 10 days later, everything's going to be too salty, too sugary for you. That's very interesting. But it's nice because it's a short turnaround. And our attention spans are crap nowadays. It's like getting fit. I mean, people eat a salad, they're like, do I have a six pack yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I've eaten well for a day. Like, look at yourself in the mirror, like, you slob, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but you know, you know what I mean? I've woken up very hungover and I remember that I didn't eat anything the day before. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, fit, yeah, mean de- headache. De- I'm, dehydration, bro. I'm like uh, Wolverine in the movies and how he got a mad headache every time he had to do a rip muscle scene. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yes. Uh, he, Hugh those, Jackman, you yeah, mean? Yeah, Hugh Jackman. For those scenes when he was shirtless, he would dehydrate himself. Oh, so he looks legit. Yeah, so but it's common in weightlifting competitions too, bro. Wouldn't drink water, and then he would eat only one thing on the day of the shoot, and this is without water throughout at all. And it was half a boiled potato because that is a natural absorber of moisture. And so he'd eat that, and it would absorb what was left in him. He has had the most ultra cotton mouth you've ever met. Yeah. He said those were the hardest shoot days, because not only was he, you know, he's a really lovely guy, but when you're dehydrated and stuff, you get a really bad headache. He was grumpy, he was short-tempered, and he hated being like that around people, but the whole time he's suffering with a headache while he's trying to do these scenes, which probably brought out a bit more of that Wolverine stuff. He probably even played well. Yeah, and made him ripped as hell, but he was like, it is not worth it. That is not a walking around weight. Like You cannot do that. Yeah, well, I've got a mate over in Oz who does the same thing in um, like bodybuilding. Yeah. He doesn't do it anymore, but he used to. And it would be that, like the day Just leading. Just the day of the body build. Uh, like the day before, you'd, or a couple of days leading up, you start altering your diet and what you're having, you know, or probably even longer than that. I don't, I don't know the full story on it, but I know, yeah, there would be like a day or a day and a half where you just barely have any liquid, you know, yeah. and that sort of thing. And just to make the veins in that stick out. Ah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on that big, and crazily course, bronzed, by the way, yes. that is the weirdest. It's to and my... the girls wearing high heels, I find that really strange as well. Like, I know they're putting their calves out, but you can stand on your tippy toes because we know what you're doing. Yeah. You don't need to strut around in, in your bikini. Like A bikini and high heels just still weirds me out to this day. And you all look like the you're earrings. related to Donald Trump with that colouring. Yeah. You know, it's orangey bronze. And you see oh, one some, light it's orange. Go real dark, eh? Oh, you yeah. see them like normal day. It's like it's almost like they're doing blackface, and it's like black body. Yeah, that's, are you the reverse Michael Jackson? I am Jackson starting to think this is racist. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and those smiles that they have, why would you teeth whiten and darken your entire body? It's all a contrast thing. Yeah, you know because. But those smiles are fake. They've got mad headaches and they're dying inside because they're so hungry. Yeah, and they're not, even, <laughs> they're not even being paid like Hugh Jackman was. Yeah. You look so healthy. You're not. You don't. And the thing, you don't look healthy. I'm going after this to get a damn cheeseburger, man. Weirdly tanned, fake teeth, strange outfit. I know you're muscly, but you don't look healthy. <laughs> See, I have a personal dislike of fake tan. 
I never used to. I never used to know the difference, okay? Living in Southland, we don't have a lot of sun, yeah. and you would see these sort of tan people getting around, and I just thought, oh, you know, they must have a good genetics, that sort of thing. Like, they've got the nice olive skin. Some of them did, but a lot of them didn't. Now, yeah, I only yeah. really learned this when I went to Australia because there's a lot more tan in Australia. You can, see, you can kind of see the uneven... You know, homemade patchy, ones. That's when you the patchy bit. And then you're like, oh, was it worth? Like you'd start because I live in an area called DY, and it was quite renovated. You know, mm. like the whole area they redone everything, and so there was, it was a real bustling little area, and there was a reasonably nice beach, like say three blocks down the road. Yeah. So because of that, we had on the hot days we would have a lot of people dressing for summer, and you would see, you would, you, you well, eventually I begin to learn like, oh, that is incredibly fake. Oh, tan. yeah, yeah. And yeah. that is a real tan. That's a real tan. Now, when I get back to New Zealand, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of orange spray paint here. <laughs> and, I, and I think it doesn't help because I'm colorblind, too. It's the, also the orange, though. Like, the orange is not a natural tan. No, but you see, I never thought of that as a, as a horny teenager. Why did, why did they say teenager that's the or, color? You know? That's the color we want. Like, yeah. why, who went, well, I'm making a tanning lotion, and I reckon, let's not go natural tan. Let's go for cool fluoro tan like yeah i want to glow in the dark yeah new jersey new jersey hey 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 you with the shirt i like your v-neck it's a nice <laughs> cut but so um <laughs> the i mean with the tan thing i because i don't tan right i'm i live in new zealand where there's a hole above the freaking above us in the ozone layer can i just say amen yeah i don't I, tan much I'm either man burn it. Like, and i am i, am, I got a freckle tan cuz yeah you guys can't see us, but we are pasty white. And, um, we don't change color in the height of summer. No. <laughs> we, well, we do. It's red. No, yeah, go, go red. lobster red. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You have to be really careful. Yeah, man. But so I did a I did an acting job on the tribe, and they uh, tanned me up. And it was the first time anyone's used fake tan on me. It was reasonably natural. It wasn't that kind of orangey one. And I had never seen myself tanned before. Well, what did I, you think? Well, like, you looking like, in the mirror. You wanted... me away from the mirror. I was so happy. Like, I was kind of like this weird... Oh my gosh, my life. But you know, like growing up Māori, in my mind, I was like, I would have loved to have been Māori brown. Dude, <laughs> growing up in Bluff so was the same. All my mates, a larger portion of Māori genetics in them. So yeah. they had these beautiful tans mostly ah. around, and then they would shine in the summer. Bastards. And I'm just like, this pasty kid, like, Mum, have you got more sunblock? You know, you know my, my mate going, oh, I got sunburn. And I'm like, you just look even more deliciously brown. And I'm like, I got sunburn. And they're like, we know, we saw you coming. <laughs> like we saw you from a distance. We can feel the heat radiating yeah, off you, man. Yeah. Like settle down. Well, it goes back white if you give it a good slap, and it will stay that way for about five minutes with your handprint. We used to call that a body glove at swimming <laughs> lessons. <laughs> Bang on their back like yeah. that, you know. Remember the old brand uh, body glove you used to sell at the you warehouse? Say that it just makes me feel so bad about hitting, hitting people with something. Oh I used man, to we did way worse than that. We would sit behind people in the bus and like whack their head into the window. Oh no, that's, that's mean. real mean. Yeah, I didn't yeah. do it much because I, I did it once and I thought, nah, I don't want to be part of this. This is me. No, no. But, but that's, that's yeah. the beginning of coward punching. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I never did coward punches, but yeah, a coward just donk. A coward, like, oh. a coward window donk. Yeah, yeah, pretty much was, eh? That's <laughs> so true, though. Bullies are cowards, man. Let's start with that. It's like the, the, le the, least, the, the less intelligence you have, the meaner you are. You don't understand. Maybe it's not intelligence. It just seems a bit too mean in itself, in fact. It's empathy, man. I think my empathy is growing more and more after COVID. Like, I can't Mine watch television without too. getting, like, overwhelmed. by Even just coming TV. to this course, because we have such a variety of walks of life in our class, you know. Even that is making me more empathetic. I've never had in my life a successful discussion with a religious person about religion ah. that did not result in a, in like a... 
a Mexican standoff. You know what I'm saying? Like in a yelling match. A, yeah, <laughs> I, I was never really got to a yelling match, but the incredible built up frustration. Oh, and well, you're the, just like you're an idiot. I'm not talking anymore. Like, don't, yeah. Why am I wasting? But my I time had with the you? first successful one the other day with Jethro, yeah. and uh, Jethro is a good man. And uh, he's I, I wouldn't he's, say he's devout, but he's he's, he's quite deeply religious. He's firm. He, yeah, yeah he's firm. Firm, firm is a good good way to yeah. put it. Yeah. I see. I didn't realize this the whole time, but it turns out that what he sees as the concept of God is not the dude wearing slides who lives on a cloud. Yeah. It is like a source of creation. And I'm like, okay, I subscribe to a similar theory of my own making, but it's based on a lot of the shit I've read about, you know, we're all energy. We are literally all stardust. The energy had to come from somewhere. Mm. And then mine goes a bit deeper. Like mine goes into Science. DMT. Mine goes into DMT and shit like that. <laughs> like yeah, the yeah, source yeah. of all creation. But yeah. hey, a lot of people Multiple say that. Like parallel universes and stuff. You know, yeah, it's Bro, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, well, nothing so, would surprise me at this point. I'm Earth season 20 has been epic. I'm technically agnostic, so I just piss everyone off. I sit on the fence. I don't I, I don't know. Is that person being like, pick a side? And I'm like, but if I'm on a side, the other side looks greener. But if you sit on the fence... You can see both. Not only do you have a better view, but both sides look pretty green. <laughs> I find the concepts that we talk about as God and the way people go about it to be quite ridiculous. And also just people's fervent belief in that, what I would consider to be quite silly. Like, and I like reading fiction. I used to go to Bible studies as a kid. I love RPG games. So I'm in the same boat. Even as a kid, I wasn't like, oh, this is true. I was like, this is great storytelling, but come on. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I could figure out the difference. But if you were to say to me, do I think God exists? I would respond saying, why are you asking me? I've only had 37 years on this planet. I don't know shit. That is possibly one of the better answers I've ever heard. Yeah, well, I don't know. And, uh, and I've spoken to you about no, not possibly. Science. That is one of the better answers I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and I, I don't think an 80-something-year-old has had enough time on the planet. I think priests don't know shit. I think people who are telling you so firmly they just because somebody them. told them so firmly That's is it. not a good enough reason See, for See, I'm not a fan of tradition, except if it's like a nice tradition. You know? I like little rituals. Rituals yeah. are fun. I'm always like, you're just doing that because some dead person told you to do that. Well, yeah. And That's, some, and some dead person told them down. to tell them to tell okay. them to tell circumcision. Them. Here you go. Circumcision. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I, I really hate that. And and so many kids in the States lose their dicks every year oh, because I, of botched circumcisions. Because why? Or because that guy who's dead now or assumed he knew better, he told me to cut my son's skin off his dick. Yeah. And well, that a fucked up concept? So and, my... and even worse than that, we want to do it in the traditional method. Oh, so you use an old blade <laughs> with an, a creepy old oh, man who likes holding We use the dicks. same one and we don't wash it because it's no. We use the same one we've been using for decades. You think COVID's decades. bad? Shit. No, are the, so I've got some Jewish mates, so I had a good chat to them about it as well. It is a tradition. It's not necessary now. There's weird things that people do it for now, like it makes it bigger. It's like it makes it look bigger. And you lose sensitivity. Makes you know me what else like, you know makes it look bigger? Just shave the plants around the tree, man. <laughs> like, Mow the lawn. One of them was, uh, it uh, makes you last longer in bed. And I'm like, that's because you're missing out on the beautiful sensitivity. You know what else makes you last longer in bed? Lube. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, you know, Kegels. <laughs> what is a Kegel? Kegels is a, is a practice of doing exercises in your pelvic area. Oh, like, uh, what's his name? The creepy dude uh, who shagged Stifler's mum on American Pie. Oh, yeah, I think he did. Is it Kev? No, he was he doing Kegels? Or was he, he was doing, doing like, like some Indian... sort of meeting. He's like, I can hold an orgasm for days. Oh, no, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> what's oh, his I can't name? remember the name of that. That is a different one. That's, um, 
Ah, I'm not going to remember it. Yeah, but you know, I'm but talking yeah, about. No, that, that's like a, a weird kind of energy thing. Uh, and I, you know, I believe it works as much as the rest. But no, Kegels is, it was more famously known for womanhood given birth to go and do Kegels to strengthen their pelvic floor because after having a baby, you know, there's a lot of looseness and stuff going on down there. I don't want to say any words that's going to offend anyone. And, uh, and light bladder leakage. The wizard slave has gone up a size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you end up with a kind of light bladder leakage and stuff like that. And, but the thing is, it happens with dudes as well. But with dudes, it can help prolong how long you last in bed if you're doing kegels. It, just being stronger down there means you have more control and you can flex more and you last okay, longer. Yeah. Like I, I can get that, sure. My Jewish friends, who I spoke to about this, said it was a, the circumcisions happened because they spent so long in the desert. So the desert. They're getting sand in it? Yeah, getting sand, dirty, nowhere to wash. So without the foreskin, they were they were clean. It was a hygiene issue. Oh, um, I, I can understand the desert thing a bit, but I yeah. probably would still. I make, it makes more sense than, hey, guy told me to cut my son's willy off. I said, okay, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like the Jews famously were in the desert for 40 years. Yes. A very long time. Yeah. Uh, some wars weren't that long, which is, I guess, a good thing. <laughs> but, it is a very good thing. But I said, you're not in the desert anymore. You get up and have a shower every day. Do you still need to cut it off? And they're like, oh, well, you know, to be honest, I was a baby. Like, I don't remember it and my parents didn't. So they didn't have any choice. I've got another friend from the Philippines. Him and his brother had it done to them when they were uh, 12 and 13. But they were given the money for the circumcision and told to go to the doctor by themselves. And they went together to the doctor. He did it to his kids at like five and four, five, five and three or something like that. And I was just like, I think there's a time. There's a two. It's too late. Too late. You know, that'll scar them. I, I feel like that is not something you should force on anyone. And if you do force shit on your kids like that, fuck you. Yeah. That is entirely their choice. It is their body. It is not yours. I don't care how fuck you're living. It's like getting a, a tattoo. You know, like. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Here, like, I really, really like Fords. I'm going to write this on your arm and you're never getting it off there. There is a thing that it's a circumcision. I shouldn't compare Fords circum- to circumcision, sorry. Circumcision. There is a circumstance of circumcision. <laughs> that circumvents the. <laughs> no, that, uh, that circumvents. The circumference of circumvents the penis. the religion. And it's basically because some guys have a smaller opening at their foreskin. And so erections are extremely painful. I met a guy who was the opposite to that. He came out. <laughs> this is the biggest, flappiest foreskin in the, it was like a sausage. In the land. It was like a sausage that had been wanted to be a bigger sausage, but it was not. And he'd come out. Me and my mate were working in a garage. We were putting, I think, a gearbox back in a car or something because we used to be car nuts back in the day. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh, but... No, know. no, that's no, quite funny. And he'd come out saying something, and he's wearing a towel. And I walk up to him. His name is Jeff, so shout out, Jeff. And I just grabbed the towel like, yoink! And then me and my other mate, Dave, I were like... It, just, it swung around and slapped you in the face. No, it didn't. What? I was like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like having a, a whole big pack and save bag for a muesli bar, you know? I, you know what I like? The first thing I think is you whip the towel, but you looked at it. Like, I know that if I whip the towel off a dude, I would specifically not be looking at it. Okay, now, <laughs> the funniest thing relating to looking at things that you probably... <laughs> Should've. Shouldn't have. <laughs> I was watching Dave Chappelle recently. I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. Yeah. And he's going about how um, Caitlyn Jenner, you know, uh, formerly Bruce yep. Je- uh, Bruce Jenner, the Kardashian The, the famous athlete. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The Olympian. The uh, notoriously dim-witted Ka- athlete. Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner, uh, it must have been a year or so ago now, was talking about posing nude in like a Playboy or a Hustler or something. Mm. Okay. Now, the point Chappelle makes is, you know, oh, oh uh, kind of nasty for some people who don't want to see that. But he goes, let's be honest, 
I don't have the willpower not to look at it. <laughs> not to look at it. I want to see, I kind of want to see what it looks like. Yeah. You know, it's just the, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's the curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. <laughs> yeah, i got to say, I gotta, I gotta Maybe sausage skin brought it back, man. I'd, I'd be tempted to have a look myself. I, I, honestly, I would, because he, I'm more worried she, about my she, levels of arousal. If yeah. I if I look and I go, mm, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. You start making oh, excuses. No, oh, no. You start making excuses for yourself, like. No, but, it's okay to be aroused, but do I want to be, uh, there's too many thoughts to process. You're like, God damn, there's tomatoes on the bench. That's a fine-ass tomato. I just look away. No, but the thing is, okay, I'm that kind of weirdly gentlemanly type guy. I've had girls flash me purposely to make me embarrassed because they'll say, what do you think of what, what's written on my T-shirt, right? So I look down at their chest to read what's on their T-shirt, and then they whip their top up, and I'm immediately looking at the clouds Hang before on. I see Where are them. these girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where were they when spotted, I was single? Spotted throughout my life. Where were they when um, I was single, man? I've had that so like many times. Hot teachers, God damn it! I have, and I find this a really annoying reaction. I immediately look up so I don't see anything. I'm like so good at it that I don't even go, "Oh no, a booby!" and then look up and not have it in my head. I, I've that, just done it. He is really good at this. Really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> he just flashed me, and I'm like looking at the ceiling. I can see nipples in my peripherals. Yeah, I have this reaction to it. I don't see it even for a second. Like, I can see the action of a top going up, and I look away to give them privacy. So I can't even get, like, a photo memory in my mind. I think it's very of kind boot. of you, yeah. you know, but... Well, I had one girl ask me about how her areola looked, and I had the hardest time to, like, bring my eyeline down. She was like, no, really, I just want you to give me your opinion. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Like, looking at the clouds, are you freaking serious? You know, she's like, yeah, yeah, kind of looked out. So you know the like, clouds start looking I like had, titties? I had to really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wishing it. I'm like, look at I wish they looked like titties. I had to really consciously force myself to Dunk. look at it. And I had to do it almost like a doctor to be like, ah, Yes. Okay. We're not going to get aroused by this. We're going to look at it critically. We're going to step back from my own opinions of things and, and look at this critically without. I'm looking without at it as, a, as a human, not as a man. Yeah, yeah. You looking know. at someone without genitals. And then you're like, like God damn it, it's some fine ass areolas. <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> <laughs> Just like but little biscuits. That has happened to me enough in my life that I'm annoyed at the fact that I don't look. Like, you know <laughs> what? what I mean? What I know. a bizarre set of problems you have. Yeah. I know. It's bizarre. <laughs> no, but like, so if, I was a, if I was in a relationship with somebody or in an intimate situation they did that, I'm fine with it. I'm not like an awkward, weird, like, oh, I'm going to look at them while we're in bed. She's like, well, why, why can't you look at me? Like, I'm fine with that. That's normal. But it's those random kind of situation where people are like, ah, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I immediately look away. <laughs> oh, look, there's a space station. <laughs> yep. It is, yeah. yeah. Elon, you're uh, it's, Elon. Yeah, nipple star in the sky. Oh, yep. sure is. That sounds real round, just like a teddy. But it's oh. funny, like that's kind of built into me though. So if, if it's it's the same, like I don't, go, I don't go to a urinal and think, Can oh, I I'm so curious. Can ask where you think that initiated? I, I would have just been brought up to respect people like that and, yeah, like, sure. and give them their privacy and stuff. Yeah, okay, well, I respect you that. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, don't, I don't need to know everything as much as uh, some things I really want to know. And people, You know, when people tease you with stuff, that, that gets me, man. Yeah, I, I'm a big like, subscriber just, too. You can't tell half a story. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care if you change names or whatever, but I need to know what happened in well, that, that situation. Because you know you've told me half of it. Oh, guess what, guess what? And you're like, what? And they're like, oh, no, actually, never mind. Oh, Now I mind. I really, yeah, yeah. really mind. That, that, that gets me. And so don't tease me with it. Don't set me up with it. But if you're like, I don't really want to talk to you about this or this is an information for you, it's private and stuff like that, I can do a little switch in my head where I go, okay, I'm not going to like worry about that put it in the back of my head and, and it's gone. And, and it's kind of like that with people's privacy. If I was to walk into a room and there was somebody with their pants down, 
I don't go, their pants are down. I like can tell their pants are down and I'll turn around and I'm like, don't worry, I didn't see anything and move on out. Oh, I'm, I do the opposite approach and I make a big deal of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a humorous well, way. Look at it wiggling around. And you're like, stop looking at my clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> the word clitoris is real cringy, eh? Do you reckon? Nah, it's fun. What's fun about that? Everything it's about it. It's a funny thing. Everything it's a, about it's a, a clitoris It's a funny term fun. to call a dude in a boat. <laughs> a dude with an oar. There's a kind of look like, like a little man in the boat, you know. That's what they call it. <laughs> it was a little man in a boat. It's it's an odd description, but it has been given. I've never heard that a little man. The little man in the boat. It's gonna be a little rub. Alright, let's bend away from this discussion. We're wandering uh, we're wandering into our R eighteen land now. We won't get all our viewers. Because you know, this is a family show and definitely you want your kids listening to everything we've created over uh, the you last will bestow upon some incredible knowledge if you give this to your kids. Oh that's Mom, there's a man in the boat. What is it? And she's like, oh, Mom, apparently you didn't have to circumcise me. <laughs> yeah. Now, you made a real, shall I say, cock-up of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that note, do you know what a schmuck is? I have an idea, but do tell me what you're it's about to say. It's the removed foreskin. Oh, I didn't know that. Ah. Do you know what a dork is? Yes, a Wales. whale's penis. Yes, that's Do you right. know what a dude is? Guy, a camel's penis, is it? Yeah, dude, 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 where's my car? Big dork, a big dork. Whoa, okay, that's That's a big dude. No, he's so big, he's a dork. That's not even an average sized dork. A big dork, wow, thank you so much. That's that's ginormous. (laughs) It's like people saying, Oh man, I saw this giant elephant, and you're like, No, it's just a big elephant, but a giant one would be outside of the average range That's of size right. for an elephant. On the bell curve of statistics, it is <laughs> yeah. an outlier. I mean, a giant elephant's probably three stories tall or something. That is crazy. Yeah, like Godzilla. That is a giant. I love emphasizing that, actually, in conversation where people go, oh, man, I saw this giant something. I go, what? Oh, my God. What was what is it? What, in a science lab or something? What's out of nature? We've got to capture it and get it in a zoo. Experiment on it. Do tests. Why is it so big? <laughs> How has it lived so long? <laughs> They're like, no, it's, just, it's very big. Ah, ah, oh, oh, just very big. You should be more careful with your words. You should be. I take things literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hence the panic you have now bestowed <laughs> yeah, upon me. Yeah. <laughs> my life just, a huge shadow fell on my life when you explained it. <laughs> no, it was a giant, giant. shadow. <laughs> it was a giant shadow? <laughs> my God, that's unnatural. <laughs> they can only ever get so big. Um, God damn. Do they get into gigantism? Gigantism? Gigantism. Yeah, Andre the Giant had on gigantism. Yeah. Yeah. There's also that, that giant skeleton they found that, you know, mythically goes around. There was one that was like six foot seven or six foot nine or something. Oh, they found. Yeah, that was gigantism. There's a lot of photos of archaeologists excavating these big skeletons. It's actually a thing. Oh, no, there's a lot of those are photoshopped. Yes, I am aware of that. It's like the big snake and the big fish. They've clearly photoshopped. I, I went to uh, giant graves in Sardinia, and that's an interesting thing. Mm. They do kind of look like you'd put a dead person in that. Have you found the giant in Red Dead Redemption? Don't spoil it for me. It's a giant skeleton. Well, you know, it's going to be actual giant at home because, like I said, when I put it in first person, his fist is the same size as mine. <laughs> I'm going to walk up and punch yeah, that. you got to find it. He's up on top of a hill and it says skeleton. True that's that. That's huge. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. That's magic. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I would mark it on a map for you sp- if I could. Speaking of gaming, do you know there was a thing in Grand Theft Auto V and it took the gamers like two years to work out? It worked out to be like these symbols on rocks and shit like that. Was and it then, on a mountain? Uh, Mount Chiliad. Okay. Yeah, and there was like these symbols on it. And then your, your character could find, I think it's like a depiction of these symbols on this mountain. And there was all these fun clues, man. All these clues. We were so long. And it turned that 
in the end, you would follow this trail of clues and your character would take something, whatever was there. Consume, Consume an item, yeah, whatever yeah. you found at the location, and you would turn into like a Bigfoot or something for a day. Really? So, yeah. But what they discovered more than that, and this was like six months later, a dude different did it at a different time on a different day, and he turned into something else. And then there was all these things. But you only get one of them. No, no, you can do all of them. Oh, so once you've got the item, you can use it. You find you different want. items in different locations, I believe. Oh, okay. It took these gamers like two years to work it out, bro. Rockstar's really good for that stuff. I really enjoy Rockstar titles, man. They're great. I think even the, the cave things in Red Dead Redemption, there's probably more to those as well than we realize. Absolutely. you find them all. I've... Okay, all right, here's a question. In Red Dead Redemption, you go into, geez, I don't know what bar it is. It's in one of those little towns, the trading post one, on the east coast of the map. Kind of uh, around the swamp land. And there's a guy just walking around asking, have you seen Gavin? You yes. Don't, you don't get a quest for it. Yeah. I've talked to, I to him and he was all like, oh, fine then. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and I went back there like, you know, probably months in the game time. Yeah. And he still just walking, has anyone seen Gavin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's an English dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. So yeah. you almost got to keep, keep your ear out for another English dude, I think. Well, that's I've what been, I reckon. I've been, yeah, that's what I thought. You know, I've been doing it, but I haven't found Gavin. I haven't found Gavin either. I don't want to Google it. I want to stumble across him. I have come across a lot of the ghosts and stuff. Now you're killing it for me. I haven't seen a ghost. God yeah, there are ghosts. And I, I did find the... out in the swamps, there's like a, a lady hanging from a tree and then she's like not there and then she's like standing in the distance with a huge kind of flowing gown. And that game is so full of stuff. It's so good. It right? has aliens and ghosts and it has a shark. It has a shark in a game you don't go into the water for a shark. It's outside of the map that you shouldn't be able to get to and yet they put it in there. In GTA five a tiger if shark. You, if you take... The submarine, because you use submarine GDA for if you take it so far off the map, a megalodon eats you. Uh, how cool. It's cool. It's, it's, I've done it. It, yeah. is, it is ridiculously how sized. How do they even finish these games? Like, you, you see, um, they've delayed Watch Dogs to come out. Oh, yeah? But we've known that they've been making it for so long. But then... What about Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, sorry, sorry, that's what I meant. Cyberpunk, yeah. yeah Watch Dogs this is one's looking been good, too. Yeah, Watch Dogs Legends. But, but Cyberpunk looks... Next level. Yeah, but it so it's really been does. delayed, and a lot of entitled little monkeys are saying, like, Oh, stop it. They're getting death threats, bro. Like, that's Do not ridiculous. threaten them for finishing a game. They are not Bethesda releasing half-done shit. They did not have to make this for you. Where are your parents? It's amazing that they're so entitled. Anyway, <laughs> that game has not been in development for as long. But it was made by the same people who do Witcher 3, and that is a really detailed game. For what is the studio called? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's like... It's you like, see the motorbikes in there? Uh, so, you know Keanu Reeves is involved with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. He actually owns... He's, a, a, he's like a ghost in it the whole game, apparently. So he's oh, done true. heaps of work in it where every now and again you're talking to people and he'll just be adding yeah. his own little snide remarks in the background of the scene. That's cool, mate. Yeah, That's real really cool. cool. What I was going to say, though, is he actually owns a motorcycle company. I think it's called Arch Motorcycles or Arc Motorcycles, however you want to pronounce the CH on that. Now... They actually, to get the design of the motorbike and the sounds and everything, they actually built futuristic motorbike, which is cool. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. There doesn't appear to be many stars around that are as cool as he is. He seems like a cool dude, man. He really is, man. He seems like such a good bastard. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you see the, the things he does. And... It's, by the way, it's Project Red and Project spelt with a K. Yes, that's Project Red is the, is, is the company that makes Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk. I reckon to see a man with that much <clears throat> affluence and wealth still just being a normal dude restores a little bit of faith in mm. humanity. All that stuff about him, like still catching the subway and like hanging out. He lives out, in just a little one-bedroom apartment. You'll see him on the streets. Yeah, just wandering around. Just hanging around, yeah. Who's the blonde-headed guy? Is it Jack, someone off the news here in New Zealand? Oh. Blonde-headed dude. Off Channel 3 News? Yeah, little blondie fella. Has he, been, has he been doing the anchor stuff recently? 
I don't know. More recently. But I saw poor Larry say hi to him on the street yesterday, and that dude said nothing back. Did he look at Larry or did he just ignore him? He was on a phone, but I think he's pretending to be on a phone. He's walking past because we had the fire drill out there. <laughs> I don't know if you were here at that point. We had a fire drill. We had to go outside. Yeah. yeah. And then we're standing out there, and I'm just, I hadn't seen Ra, you know, Ra, the. Yeah. Yeah. Rani Edda. Yeah. What's his full name? Rani Edda. Well, that's his full first name. Raniera. Yeah. So it's R A A N I E R A. I didn't know that. I knew it was longer than Rab. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. That's cool, man. Good on you. Yeah, it's good. Man. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, mate, I haven't seen you in a while. How you been? Just talking to him. And then old mate, the little blondie fellow, walks sort of through the crowd and like around to get a, oh, God, people, oh, peasants. Oh, God. I reckon <laughs> the news, I shan't be talking to these people. <sighs> Larry's like, g'day, Jack. How are you? Long time since I've seen you. And he snobbed him. And I was just like, I said to Rab, you see that? You yeah, made it was bloody tragic, wasn't it? How dare you snob Larry? Yeah, Larry. Larry is an OG. He's been in the industry for so long as he's, well. Like you got to give your respect. And he gets the June, full man. credit of the OG. There, he's an original gangster man. He yeah. is. More FM was nothing without Larry. Uh, without Larry. And Apparently, Kevin, fun fact: there. he used to look a bit like yourself back in the day. Oh. He said, "There's a photo around here somewhere." Makes a lot of sense. Well, to be fair, like for his <laughs> age, what is he in his sixties? He doesn't look old for his age. <laughs> and he certainly doesn't act like he's in his sixties. <laughs> well, it's, it's all about attitude. That's right. For our course that we're doing these podcasts because of, but now found true joy in it. Um, are we going to do awards and will I get all of them? <laughs> You'll find out next I time. Find out next time on, are we doing a next one? On um, the final episode of 2020. No, I don't think we'll get awards for, I mean, it'd be really cool if we did, because I'd have seen people talking about somebody getting ducks. And I think that's a bit silly. Like, I think splitting up awards. Oh, you need categories. To, you need categories. Yeah. Like, and, and you and you should even make some up when you most rea- dramatic when you, <laughs> you know, when you realize that like when everyone but one person didn't get an award you make up an award for yeah. them. <laughs> right because otherwise uh, good attitude <laughs> uh, actually Larry's quote he's got out there written can, attitude is everything so pick a good one yeah I said that in my interview the other day and they loved that oh yeah they're like oh they're like oh you're, you're flying with energy you got a good attitude and I was that's like right. I was like brother attitude is everything good so one. so you got to pick a good one yeah. oh that's good that's good but the reason I felt I can think of somebody that, who could get the worst attitude award is it me? <laughs> no. Oh, <good. laughs> yeah, thank thank no, God. You're all right. You're uh, all right. Yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. uh, no, I think you're up there in, in the attitude department. No, well, you're right. Uh, I think there is someone that I do what know. What award would I get? Who, uh, who, has, who has a pretty bad attitude a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more as it goes on, to be honest. Oh, I can only speculate. Yeah. You know. But then there are other ones who aren't here anymore. They could have got that award very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah We've had people literally dip a little toe in <laughs> into the course and never come back. That's true. Or some of them dip like the majority of two legs in there and then they just don't come back. Some of them you know? were trying to dip things that weren't a toe. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a course they and were they dipping can it in. Get the hell out of here. They, it's not a course they were dipping that said material not a, in. Not at that age. Yeah. Not to the not to the age you were talking to. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should really wrap this one up because it was going on a bit and it is uh, getting late in the day and we've got other things to do. We don't really get paid for doing this. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. That's the attitude is everything like no, not get paid yet. yet. No, no, that's right. That's it. I'll do it for free. Just don't, just, you know, be nice and pay me when you, instead of asking me to do it for free. <laughs> Maybe a peasant, but I like royalties. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Oh, well, look, uh, thank you for enjoying well, 10 episodes of us just. This will be the longest individual episode, right? But that's fine. Finales are supposed to be yeah. that way. Ask Netflix, bro. Ask Netflix. Exactly. 40 minutes throughout the series. What do you mean an hour 10 for the final? <laughs> and we are really sorry that you missed 10. I did not one. buy enough popcorn for an extra 30 minutes of content. There is no way we can replicate the golden 10.1 episode you missed. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's completely my bad. So, hey, look, maybe maybe I'll get an award. Greatest omission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And uh, as I say, poor Maria. And Matewa. I think that was all right. Noise. Noise. Yeah, it's a shame we did miss the first one. It was so. It was flowing real well. Yeah. It was flowing like a pub conversation, too. That's the thing. Because I was like, oh, this is a real long one now. <laughs> <laughs>